Sean, we got a Carolina Hurricanes goal, baby. We're all tied up at one. There you go. There we go. There we go. That's what we were looking for. We gave it out right as the Devils score. We said, have no fear. Carolina's got it. And we're back, uh, baby. We one, we're back, baby. 1-1 one, one game. Now Carolina's plus 105 on the money line. Absolutely beautiful. Live total, six and a half. Two minutes to go in the first period of that game. Again, Sixers and the Celtics. They are underway. Philadelphia off to a good start, up 13-10 right now on the seas. Seven minutes to go first quarter there. Boston favored by five and a half. Totals ticked up a little bit to 215 and a half. And then in the MLB, Orioles are up four to two on the Rays. Colorado Rockies up five to one on the Pirates. Reds 3-1 over the Mets. Blue Jays 1-0 over the Phillies. And then the Oakland Athletics take the early 1-0 lead over the New York Yankees. Real quick, Sean, I'll talk some baseball with you. Have you been to a Royals game yet this season? I know you're in Kansas City. Do you plan on going to any games? Because, I mean, they're they're not going to be very expensive if you do. Yeah, I was, at, uh, I was at a game about a week and a half ago, and the dude that I went with actually caught a foul ball on the fly. And yeah. I've never seen... I've never seen somebody take so much pressure, PJ. Like, I'm talking about everybody <laughs> around him wanted him to give it to us. Like, there was a whole section of children behind us, and he just refused. I was so embarrassed for me and for him and for everybody. Oh, like, as an adult, okay. let's be honest, if you're at a, at a Royals game, I think it was Royals once right. the Tigers. I don't remember they were playing. It was so unimportant. Unless that baseball has some sort of actual value or sentimental value to you, if you're in your 30s, 40s, whatever, if you're an adult, give that ball to a kid, right? Anyway, it's off topic, but you got to give the ball away, right? <laughs> yeah, you have to. Have you okay. ever have you ever caught a foul ball before or or a home run ball? Have you ever caught one? Two in my career. Neither one wow. I would quantify as actually catching on the fly. One of them went off like the uh, like the facade of the second level, and then I caught it off the bounce. And the other one, actually, me and a bunch of buddies in high school sitting in front row, getting like a tussle with the uh, Minnesota Twins third baseman back in the day. We're all elbowing, like jockeying for position, and your boy ended up with the ball. But even that one bounced on the turf. So, on the fly, no. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't think I've ever caught one, a foul ball or a, or a home run ball. But, uh, but hopefully someday. That'll be cool. I did see Ichiro's 3,000th hit. Which was which was very cool against the uh, against the Rockies. So so that was neat. That's my that's my story that I have there in baseball. By the way, the goal scorer for the Hurricanes was Martin Natchez. So that is a one one game as they uh, approach the end of the first period. But Sean, we have the NFL schedule release coming out on Thursday. Honestly, it's one of my like favorite underrated days of the year. I never really think about it until like the NFL draft starts, and then. You realize that, like, it's a couple weeks away from the schedule release. It's just exciting to see, like, who your team's going to play. If they have a Thanksgiving game, maybe they have a Christmas Day game, how many Monday nights, Sunday night games they have. So looking forward to that in a couple days. Philadelphia Eagles, who won the NFC last year, lost in the Super Bowl. They have the toughest strength of schedule at .566 facing, obviously, teams from going by last year's records. Miami Dolphins come in second with the hardest schedule that they will face. 
And then the Atlanta Falcons are going to be the team that on paper has the easiest strength of schedule. No surprise, obviously, because they play six games in the NFC South. So they'll play the Panthers, the Bucks, and the Saints. Do you make anything out of strength of schedule, Sean, like heading into the season? Do, do you, when you're betting, like is that something that you take into consideration that the Eagles right now, whose win total is 10.5 but is heavily juiced to the over, do you take a shot at the under maybe, even though Philadelphia's roster is one of the best, if not the best in the NFL? Do you maybe like take an under just because of how tough the strength of schedule is on paper? If you're taking a stab this early at NFL season totals, first of all, good on you, and we should kick it sometime. You're my kind of guy or gal. Second of all, I think that what you have to do, and, and this is going to seem pretty elementary, but this is what you got to do. See how many NFC teams are on the team schedule that you're thinking about betting. Because if we're being honest with ourselves, it starts with the quarterbacks, and then ultimately it works our way up to the entire football team. But if we're starting to list the best quarterbacks, in the entire NFL, right? If we're going, all right, Patrick Mahomes, and I like Joe Burrow, and I like this guy and that guy. We're going to have Jalen Hurts, certainly, in that yep. top five, top six. All the other guys are pretty much coming from the AFC, man, which tells me that all those teams, if we're talking about, I don't know, five of the six best teams, six of the seven best teams, I think we're talking about Kansas City. I think we're talking about Buffalo. I think we're talking about Cincinnati. I think we're talking about Baltimore. Man, I think that most of them come from the AFC the same way that that's been the power conference the last couple of years. So if you look at a team schedule and you go, oh, crap, they got to play all those teams from the AFC, especially if they're stacked up, I run from it. But if I look and I go, all right, they got the Bears, they got the Saints, they got the Cowboys, they got the Bucks. I think I'm laying down a little bit of money. So it's pretty easy if you're going to bet the futures. How many NFC teams does this team play? And if the answer's a lot, bet on them. Yeah, and, and not only that, and that's a good point you bring up that they're an NFC team, and their schedule on paper is the most difficult, but a lot of their tough games are going to be at home. Kansas City is really the one tough one that's on the road, but obviously the Dallas Cowboys, the New York Giants, they're going to be at home. They play each of those teams twice, but the Bills are going to be at home. The Niners are going to be at home. The Dolphins are going to be at home. The Vikings are going to be at home. So all those teams that made the playoffs last year the Eagles, I mean, six of their eight games against playoff teams from last season are going to be at home. And they, they were so tough at the link last year. They only lost two games. They only lost one game with Hurts as quarterback at home. The other one was Gardner Minshew against the Saints. But, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Sean. You know, there, there's something like if a team has the toughest schedule and they play in the AFC and a bunch of those games are on the road, like that's one thing. Which combine the fact that the Eagles were so good last season, they might arguably be even better this year. A lot of their tough games are at home, and they play in the NFC. I, I just, I, I don't think that I, I would really be interested in taking their under, even if there is some good plus money value on that. Uh, so that's a pass for me. What about the Atlanta Falcons? We'll talk about them because they have the easiest strength of schedule. Who do you like in that NFC South? I, no team really has a quarterback that you trust. I guess Derek Carr is the one who you would trust the most just because he's the most proven guy. But Atlanta, it looks like, is going to rely on Desmond Ritter. Carolina, at one point, is going to play Bryce Young, even though they're still com 
they're still saying that they might not start him week one, which I don't, I just don't understand. And then um, obviously you have Tampa Bay with, with Baker Mayfield looking like he's going to start for them. So what, what are you doing in that NFC South? Okay. You asked me who I liked. I don't like mm-hmm. any of them. They're all pretty much trash. They all have issues at quarterback. There's certainly issues with a couple of them at head coach, but I think that I'm going to take a value bet on Tampa Bay and don't get it twisted. I don't think the Bucs are any good, but I'm looking at them to win the division and bet MGM and they're right around like five dicks to one. To me, this is just picking straws and seeing which one you end up with. You can't convince me that Carolina all of a sudden is a good football team. Were they an overachieving football team a year ago? Absolutely. Did they make water out of wine at times? Sure, but they weren't good. New Orleans right now is the odds-on favorite at right around even money to win that division. I'm not putting my money on the favorite to win a division that I think is all pretty much even. And then you asked me about Atlanta. Atlanta last year was they were they were they were one of my like guilty pleasures to bet on because they weren't bad against the spread. Felt like they kind of yep. hung around in some games. They were a fun football team to watch, and I think they're going to be kind of the same thing next year where. Nobody thinks they're really going to make any noise, even if they end up winning the division, right? I think they probably end up winning seven or eight games next year. But why not Tampa? Man, if you're going to give me a long shot on a division where all the teams stink, I think I'll take the value bet. I mean, to to your point about the Falcons being fun, right? Like, look at that offense. Now with B. John Robinson and Algier and Drake London and Kyle Pitts, like, they they are going to be fun. Carolina, Sean, Carolina is the team I'm most torn on because I actually don't hate their roster. I just don't love the head coach. I'm just not a Frank Wright guy. I just was never a believer in him in Indianapolis. I can't get out of my head that they had a chance to make the playoffs against that Jacksonville team and and got embarrassed. They scored one touchdown. It was one of the worst games any team had played all year. I just I can't get that out of my head. And then last year they were a disaster. He gets fired midseason. Carolina, like they have, they have made some sneaky moves in the offseason. Brought in Adam Thielen, brought in Miles Sanders, they brought in Hayden Hurst from Cincinnati. You go, got your quarterback Bryce Young. The defense was never really the issue, even when Matt Rule was there. They've always had some guys. If Bryce turns out to be a stud in that division, like I like Carolina at plus three fifty. I just I don't love the coach in Frank Reich but to me like I'm in your mindset right like it's almost like why not why not take the Bucks at plus 500 I'm kind of like why not take Carolina at plus 350 they were so hot towards the end of last year maybe they can kind of regain some of that PJ what was my guy's name that got the interim job for him then just kept winning football games and they said you're not good enough what was that coach's Steve name Steve Wilkes Steve Wilkes. See, and he was he was so good that I can't even remember his name. Steve Wilkes. <laughs> if I'm that guy, I am banging my head against a door because I'm with you. Like, not only did he do such a good job, and people like me still disrespect him by not remembering his name, but you went out there and hired Frank, right? Like, yeah. I get it. If you know, uh, if um, you know. Some, uh, you know, Bill Belichick decides, okay, I'm good here in New England, or if uh, right. you know, Bill Parcells comes out of retirement or something like that. I get it, but you're going to let that guy walk? You're going to let that guy walk for that guy? For Frank Wright? I- I'm with you. I'm not, I'm not all I-, I hated that move by the Panthers. And that was a sneaky great pickup, too, by the 49ers to get Steve Wilkes as their defensive coordinator. They lose... They lose D'Amico Ryans. He goes become the head coach at the Texans. And what do they do? They go get Steve Wilkes. Great gift by San Francisco.